This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. Cruz with the Comstock Report. Accelerated end to growing season pulls harvest closer. Conditions in the Gulf and Atlantic are currently guiding the paths of system storms and hurricanes. The Bermuda High continues to be out of position, sitting further northeast in the Atlantic than normal. That allows hurricanes to veer off north before they reach the Gulf or U.S. coast. The one that made it into the Gulf hit western Florida and then scooted up the east coast. The high-pressure ridge now dominating the heartland is also a barrier to western hurricane landfall. This blocks Gulf moisture from reaching up into the nation's midsection where drought continues. Most everything tropical is being pushed eastward this year. This is the last day here of what was another brutal four-day stretch of extremely stressful crop conditions. Heat and wind suck the life out of plants. Temperatures now cool, but rain is still absent. 45% of the country's corn and 40% of its soybeans remain in drought. That also says that 55% of corn and 60% of soybeans was not being harmed by drought. However, the stress is not static. The drought is expanding and intensifying again. With the exception of Wisconsin, which is a have-not state, as a general statement, the Mississippi divides the haves and have-nots relative to drought conditions. Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio are on the good side of the crop conditions, with Ohio in particular becoming a well-watered garden spot. Missouri, Kansas, and unirrigated Nebraska have had previously irreparable drought damage. Late season, the epicenter of drought has become Iowa. In the latest drought monitor, 80% of Iowa is in one degree or another of drought, compared to 40% a year ago on September 1st. The second half of August was brutal, and the first half of September looks no better. Can better conditions in the eastern Corn Belt offset a collapse in crop condition in Iowa? The first blast of extreme heat from dominating high pressure over the Corn Belt in August had an impact, but the initial crop condition ratings decline was modest, mitigated by improved conditions elsewhere. Sometimes the result is delayed. It is not that deterioration of crop conditions not evident. Reports of some crops dying are accurate. The data used to calculate the June crop production report is modeled. The data used to calculate the August crop report is a farmer survey. This time the data for the September report comes from visual field enumeration. The October crop report will come from actual harvest data. That is the one that it seen as most reliable. If the August report was accurate, it is hard to believe that growing conditions since have not trimmed yields further from earlier expectations in the upcoming September report. As there was no relief other than a brief respite in temperatures from the first round of heat, the second round of extreme heat will accelerate the damage. The crop monitor is going to add more territory to drought conditions and intensify the level of drought where it already exists. Corn fill will be negatively impacted. It hit soybeans at the peak of their reproductive period. There will be significant regional and even local variability in loss. This inhospitable end to the growing season will arrest soybean development prematurely. This is when the soybean crop is made and current conditions could hardly be less favorable. White mold in soybeans is being much talked about. Rain forecast at the end of the 10-day forecast will no longer matter to this crop. The damage will have been done. The abbreviated end of the 2023 growing season will accelerate harvest activity. We normally do not cut silage here until the Clay County Fair beginning the 9th. 
They started this silage harvest the last week of August. I see some corn in the worst drought or on light soils will be harvestable soon. The basis at a local ethanol plant collapsed last Friday, falling from 80 cents over Chicago to 55 cents over for first half September delivery. The early harvest premiums are worth going for. They will accept corn up to 18.5% moisture. So the trade will be torn between responding to declining crop conditions, which is price-friendly, relative to the acceleration of harvest activity, which is market-unfriendly. The Western Cornbread Plains has had a tight stocks-to-use situation that has supported better than historical basis levels. They were anticipating 2023 to be the year where the El Nino and big yields alleviated that. Not going to happen. Maybe next year. There will likely be little appreciable change in stocks versus demand west of the Mississippi. Pacific Northwest export demand will pull from the Dakotas and new biofuel soybean crush plants will invigorate domestic soy demand in this region, which will continue to support basis levels. The year-to-year soybean carryover is forecast to shrink, and the year-to-year corn carryover is being pulled back from worst-case levels. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.